All right, so uh, welcome to Sans Hosen. Welcome to Sans Hosen. Welcome to Sans. Welcome to Sans Hosen. You're close. Give them to me. Fourteen. Hi, this is a podcast. Do you ever do you ever listen to podcasts and think these? People are too informed and they've got too much to say. I want to listen to a podcast that isn't trying to sell me anything. It isn't there for adverts. It isn't really even there for views. It's just there. It just exists. It's just... It's Probably just, not. Why would you? It's a congealed mess on the side of the road, really, in terms of, you know, consumable content. It's just kind of there. Drying up in the sun. Yeah, sort of like when you look at it. <laughs> dead badger by the side of the road. You look at it and you think, "Well, I would, I wouldn't eat it, but at least it's not trying to sell me NordVPN." Mm. Yeah. So, how are oh, you, Damien? I am just having the best time, as well. You know, and yourself. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So uh, obviously, we've not had a podcast for a while. I was looking forward to doing to doing this podcast because. Uh, I've moved, and you should have moved to a job <laughs> that you hate, and you should have just been to holiday on holiday to Germany to visit a friend, um, but that hasn't happened for you. Please tell us, Damien. Uh, well, I don't know if you want to talk about about. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about your dad's dog dying, but I meant more about your uh, critical lack yes, of funds. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. well... So I was supposed to go to Germany. Um, obviously, that was cancelled the first day when I got some tragic news from my father. I had to come back to go look after him, which obviously bad news, heartbreaking. But it would have been easy to handle in terms of the logistics of moving around. But I had a little bit of trouble a few days prior to my departure. Um, I was supposed to fly out on Monday. Uh, the Friday before was my last day at my uh, job is also the payday as well and that morning when I got up first thing I do is I always check my bank see what's in there and then I'll pay my bills from the, there now, now if you just stop there where, when you mentioned this to me and you were talking about it's my last day and I get my paycheck you can see where my mind went immediately <laughs> right uh, tell, no, tell me more but it isn't that no 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 <coughs> I, th I I thought your work was going to fuck you over, is what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. well, they fucked me over the, the month before. They were relatively decent this time because they, they know that I'm watching them like a hawk. In fact, I think everyone on staff was watching like a hawk because they had this fucking stupid idea to completely revamp the payroll system. Well, normally what we used to do Ugh. was we just have a, a, a paper sign-in sheet in the prep kitchen, everyone comes in and they write their hours and then whoever's managing, sous chef, otherwise will take this and input it onto the system. So everyone, you know, she's just writing it down. It's, it's very simple, but they wanted to update for the, for the technology age. And they went with a new payroll system called Rotor Ready. Now it's a, oh, it's just marvelous. It just does everything. So what, what they wanted to do, rather than having a clocking machine, Rotor Ready is an online service, but they both, but it, um, we use it as an app. So they had everyone download this shit, and what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to use your phone to clock in and out. 
um, at the beginning end of your shift or what have you. Um, and it had a lot of <sighs> yeah. Great. Now what it's offensive for a lot of reasons, most notably because it obviously doesn't keep track of your hours very well. Um, but we were all confused and irritated when this all changed. You're right over there. Yeah, sorry, I was just getting my coffee. <laughs> Go on. Um, so we're all, all annoyed that it's a. Ch you just hear this clutter like, doosh, doosh, motherfuck. It's, it's like, it's yeah. like yeah, they've kind of wriggle free. Um, you know, you might have to tie them up again. Um, yeah, so. Uh, I might have to kill one. Because <laughs> I'm getting hungry. To quell the others. Teach them a lesson. <laughs> it's a power yeah. move. If I wasn't in control already, I am now. Um, yep. And just kill him for his tongue. The rest I throw away. And just let rot on the prairie. Yeah. We, so continue. So, yes. Um, people didn't get on with it. Um, I think in due in part because it's not like a centralized system. So people don't really remember to clock in and out because it's on your phone, which is so ubiquitous to your personal life. You don't... People didn't get, it was hard to get in the habit of just clocking in and out. So people would subsequently lose hours and they're also quite frustrated that they took a system that was working and threw it to the wind. The other problem with that was also the only way you can sign you in is one, you need a Wi Fi connection, which uh, in the basement is fucking shite. So you, it, you press the relevant buttons or what have you, and you had no way of knowing if it actually recorded what you were trying to tell it at all. The other thing that I found incredibly offensive was the only way you can clock in and out on your phone, because you, you think you would just do it on your, on your days off and just, you know, break in a couple of hours there. But no, it needs, um, it needs to geolocate you to make sure you're in the building, and then it will allow you to do it. And it's like, well, I, are you fucking for real? I mean, I don't like having those things on my phone to begin with, but, <laughs> but now work's telling me I have no. to have that at all, you know. Um, if you are... But, but it's also like... Like the next step in this is having like a satellite that can detect your thermal signature. <laughs> I mean, it's it, this is like getting a laser to crack open a nut. Mm. I mean, people have managed to clock in since the beginning of the idea of clocking in. Yeah, I know. And you don't need geolocation. What the fuck? Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No. And anyway, here, mate. I'm not going into work today. Take my phone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure. Surely. Yeah, um, and it hasn't happened there, but I was speaking to one of the guys who suffered this kind of system before, and he said, "Yeah, we had a little mafia thing going, and uh, you take the day off, but we, you know, just give us the phone and we'll or whatever it was, and we'll we'll do it for you, and then you'll still get your money." <laughs> so yeah, but it turned out in, a, in the first few weeks that uh, no one was getting on with this fucking system. Um, so what they what they did was um, they wanted to bolster this system by having a sign-in sheet on the wall so we on top of having to <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> do I need to call but it turned into a cough oh. call for an ambulance perhaps <laughs> oh my god of course it did mm. of course it did so yeah everyone got I fucking... mean god you know no one could ever sign somebody else's name hmm yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and so there was a lot of uh, confusion about how to kind of record your hours because it was now divided between two systems. One half of it was the old system, which worked perfectly fine, 
Um, but some people were like torn between the two. So if they did it digitally, they didn't do it on paper, um, but they had to do both in order to accurately record their hours. So that first month when they introduced it, um, everyone lost a shitload of money. And that, I, t I told you, um, was a five-week month because it was a monthly, uh, monthly pay. And I only got paid for four weeks of it. So they managed to skim a good 50 hours off it. And I, was all the investigation. Did you ever get that back? No, no, not at all. Uh, all the investigation, they had an answer. What but... the fuck, Damien? I'm telling you, Damien, you've got to go to the Citizens Advice Bureau. Yes, I know. There's I know. there in my bureau. Yeah. you got to get that money back, dude. Yeah, I will do. I will do. Um, I'm still... It's like people online make jokes about like, yes, if anything happened to my dog, I would become John Wick. If you underpaid me fucking an hour, I'd become John Wick. <laughs> I know, but the, what they have in their in their favor is that um, I, I've been so disgusted and appalled and filled with fucking putrefying rage for these shitheads. When, as soon as I'm done with my shift, I get out of there as soon as, as soon as possible. I don't really want to give them any time of day outside of my working hours. And it's, it's not a great excuse, of course, because they're getting away with murder, but I just don't have the energy to keep fucking, yeah, letting this bleed into my personal time. It's quite a hit. But it's a I week know. of work that you did I know, for free. I know, I know, I um, know. I'm still kind of going through it. Damien, you can't let I that know, go. I know, I know, I know, but... So far, I keep talking to people. Some people are on my side, and they're like looking into it. But yeah, it's just not going anywhere. And I will, as you say, citizens' advice. It's just I, at that point, I you know, I've been so keen to kind of finish and like go on holiday and kind of forget about things for a while. T kind of take stock was the idea, and then come back and deal with it all. But it's all been a bit of a shit show and not as refresh replenishing as I would have liked. Um, but yeah, no, so that wasn't, um, so it was payday uh, that, that Friday, and it wasn't them that had been fucking me around, as you, as you initially thought. No, it turns out that um, as mm -hmm. I was going through my statements, I thought, saw little bits here and there, and I'd seen, seen them like a couple of weeks before, um, payments to Uber and Uber Eats, like five pounds a pop every time. It was like, um, just occasional, occasional small thing. payments. Yeah, occasional small payments. And I first time I saw it, it's like, well, that might have been me. Uh, I'm not totally sure. Um, even though I use like Uber, you'd remember Uber Eats, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. <coughs> um, Sorry, I just thought I'd kind of leave it. Oh, would really? Yeah, I use it maybe like three times a year. So I knew full well it wasn't me, but I it was such a quibbling amount. I thought I'd just watch it for the time being and then see what happens. But no, this Friday I saw it kept, and I saw a lot more. The previous day, uh, there were £40 worth of charges uh, in, in taxis alone. I thought, all right, fine, I go through, calculate it all. And it, um, starting from exactly the month before, um, uh, £174.59 had been siphoned from my account through this. Now, if I use Uber, I, I do it through PayPal, so it will come up as PayPal on my statement. So I know full well it's not me. So I speak to my bank. Yeah, right. He's like, okay, right, this, right, is, right. this isn't me. I can tell you that. Um, I have recorded every single one that's not me. I'm here to dispute all of it. I want my money back. He's like, uh, okay. Um, and after 40 minutes being... You say like that as well. Like, I want money back. Money back. And they're like, sorry, sir? He's like, money I back. Want my money back. And then when you said, when you finished with back, did your bottom lip hit, hit your nose and send spittle <laughs> all over the foam 
tiles. Of Not the only French that, but I would uh, primp my buttocks at the same time. <laughs> Possibly in several systems. What? You and I what? Yeah. So. <coughs> Yeah. What did you say? You you were throwing craps at the same time. Uh, sorry, what? What? Who's a what now? What? I don't know. So you were yeah. So, uh, I was being... so you had this altercation at the bank. Yes. Well, I, I did it all over the phone while I was at work. Um, it was my last day, so I I already decided that I wasn't going to do any work. <laughs> of course, while you were at work. Yeah. So I spent two hours on the phone doing fuck all, sat in the stairwell, just in you know, just stressing. Um, and they said they couldn't mm -hmm. lodge this dispute properly until I. Uh, spoke to uber um once they I, I speak to them and lodge a dispute with them the bank would see it and then they can take take it further so all right fine thank you for not being helpful whatsoever bye 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 speak to uber and again speaking to people that just aren't really listening so like, i have all of these uh, charges i've recorded them all i can send you everything right now in writing whatever you need and they had to go through it one by one so that, well, I could have just, all right, fine. Time consuming, another 40 minutes listing these things one by one. Um, I was like, oh, it's strange, but yeah, it's, we can say, we can see they're all paid with your card. I said, like, well, I knew that to begin with, but thank you for clarifying that. So, what can you tell me about this? Because it's not me. It's like, mm, okay, well, we can. We can see that your card is linked to another account. It's like, well, that should be that shouldn't be the case at all. I've never done that. Um, it's like, what, what can you tell me? So that's when it becomes fraud then. Well, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, go on. And it's like, well, you have to refund this money because of such and such a reason. And they had another, they came back with, well, they've used your card. So we get, we can, um, we can give you like the, the name and like the locations of this, uh, of these charges, if that would help. And it's like, okay. And they gave me the name, of course, and the location. Um, and it turns out it was my ex-girlfriend. Um, and they gave me the name. It's like, have the you... sausage one. The sausage one, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The just barely yeah, not right, a child yeah. anymore. Um... <laughs> Don't say that, Damien. Well, it's the truth. You know, she was when, young. When Damien says that, he means she was in her 20s. Mm. Yeah, but Damien, you know, we live in an age of paedophiles everywhere. Paedophiles everywhere, Damien. Yes, paedophiles yeah. everywhere. Yes, not a 12 year old. No, 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 20. On the nose, but yeah. Mm. There's obviously quite an age gap, and then when, when I discovered that I'm George Costanza, <laughs> and you are Jerry Seinfeld, <laughs> and I'm like Jerry. Yes. Yeah. Go on. So yeah, I mean, at this point, when I disputed uh, with the bank, I had to immediately like cancel uh, cancel the card or what have you. Um, and yeah, uh, which was great. Obviously, two days later, I'd be flying out um, to Germany, and now I had to go. On the holiday yeah. without any yep. fucking money or uh, without any access to it. Um, so, yeah, yeah, um, very. Uh, I, I had to borrow money, I think, because by the time I was finished with work, all the banks were closed, so I couldn't go to a branch and get any cash out. So that was fucking fun, and having to coordinate as well um, my taxi to the airport as well. Um, I remember. I was kind of panicking how I do that. And I remember that, oh, okay, so if I go into PayPal, I'll cancel the card, but it's still linked to the current account. So I can still do that just barely. But what do I do about the airport? What do I, will I need any money while I'm there? I was like, uh, it's all right. Yes. I, I, just to interject here, I, I know exactly what you mean because um, I basically was in the position of only having uh, British debit cards, British bank account, 
for ages after I moved to the US. But when COVID happened, like the whole process of going through residency in this country, like completely ground to a halt. And it took forever to set up because I needed to, I don't know, I can't remember, reach a certain, I needed my green card and something else and something else to set up my own bank account. So, but, and I don't have my new cards because they send them to my mum's address in Britain. They can't send them to America or anything like that. I don't really want, want to make her send them to me. So forever it'd be like, yeah, yeah, I've got all the card details. I've got the number written down and everything. Here they are. And then, you know, like if you ever do that at an airport and they're like, great, okay, so you bought this online. Do you have the card you paid with? <clears throat> and I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Sonny Jim. <laughs> it's prison. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I paid. That's why I paid with it earlier. Yeah, ah. like you wouldn't go. You wouldn't be like, here's here's two hundred and fifty pounds. Great. All right. So that's for that thing that's happening on Thursday, right? Yeah. And then you get there on Thursday, and it's like, great. I know you already paid, but just show me that you have two hundred and fifty pounds. I don't want it, but keep it. <laughs> just show it to me, though. I'd, I've already done this. Anyway. Yes, indeed. As you, yeah. So it was your ex girlfriend, which is. Um, yeah, Damien, that's fascinating to me. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, it's become uh, a delightful, uh, del it's been delightful conversation subsequent to that. Um, so you reached out and said, told it. Are you, oh, so you're still in, co you're still in contact? No, huh? uh, no we, we weren't. Um, but I actually had to reach out and say, look, car's <laughs> cancelled. So, you know, fun's over, but you're going to have to pay this back. You understand? Um, uh, and she, she told me this thing, uh, this excuse is what happened. The reason she had the card details is because at some point during the time we were dating, uh, I would have uh, used um, Uber or Uber Eats on her phone. Um, and I said I, I would have put my card details in to, to pay for it. because I, I, I'm not quite sure why. Perhaps my phone was dead that evening. I don't know. But I used her phone with my details and obviously saved that. And I'd forgotten about it. At the time, it didn't feel like it was a problem because, you know, it's trusted someone that i was dating right yeah um so yeah uh obviously been sitting on that for that's your first mistake damien never trust uh, anyone at well any time. lesson learned yeah exactly i'm just gonna not yeah. even that i'm just gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna bother gonna bother with banks anymore i'm gonna say everything i earn is just gonna be paper money it's gonna sit under my bed from now on yeah i'd i'd even immediately go ahead and buy something uh with a, a more um, more real world value, I suppose, and more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? More tangible uh, st stability. Yeah, stability. Okay. I'm thinking sort of resting cards, you know, something like that. Was... They only go up in price. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I was given some excuse that uh, she was ignorant of all of this, and apparently, yeah, it's just like. So she thought it was her account, basically. Well, she, she was using her account, but I'm, my card details were, my money. Were, were were saved on there. So she, you know, it'll give you a selection of what card or what payment service you want to use, and mine uh, would have been in there, oh. um, much like, like. And she was deliberately choosing yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she gave me this excuse that you know there were like five cards on the account and they're all overdrawn and then she's basically going through one one by one and, you know it finally started to land on mine because it's only started happening within a you know like 26th of april was the uh first one so she didn't do it immediately but 
Yeah. So, so right. okay. It's just like well. So she, she she did she did this knowingly then a crime technically well, was yeah, committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She right? so she uh, cries ignorance, but I don't believe it. Um, one of the first things um, that happened when I, uh, we broke up is I came back home from Nottingham and I got an alert, an email from Amazon saying someone was trying to log in, you know, unsuccessfully to your Amazon account in Nottingham, England, and I. I assume that was her trying to muscle in there, which of course is another place that all my card details, you know, would be saved. And I just, I, what? so I, assume she was unsuccessful. So you, you know, they blocked her um, and said, cool, fine. Um, and don't, you know, if anyone tries to register through that IP address, it's fraudulent, never allow it. And that's fine. I didn't think anything of it, but when she tells me this and I remember that, I'm not quite so sure it's, as, it's quite like that. It's fine. Um, I told her that, you know, I'll give you like a month, uh, to do it. And she's like, no, realistically, I'll need to, until the end of summer. <laughs> it's like, no, it's, it's like, it's 170 quid. Um, you've got a month oh or it's, it's small claims court. All right. I thought it was 200. No, no, no. Sorry. I, I, I round up, but it was 174 quid. Um, uh, but still, it's 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 kind of nothing. She came, but she came badgering back, saying, it's "Like, look, I'm a twenty year old student, but you're a thirty three year old man with a full time job. So you don't actually, you know, it's not it shouldn't be so financially troubling for you that this has happened. It's like it's not a question of that. It doesn't belong to you, and I want I deserve it back. That's it. End of discussion. And I tried. I was explaining that um, one of one of the problems with having having to cancel my cards was like I was on holiday, which is bad enough as it was, but um, my dad's dog um, had died and I had to kind of emergency travel back from Germany. I had to borrow a lot of money, which is very embarrassing. It's also very difficult traveling without you know access to money. Um, and I was given some bullshit about, I don't care about your sob story, this, that, and the other. Oh well, okay, that's that's fucking disgusting. She, I understand. So I'm a student. And she, she stole money from you, and then she doesn't care about your story. She's kind of just like, look, I'm I'm moving right now. All my cards are overdrawn. I don't have a job. It's like, what do you want me to do? It's like, get a fucking job. And look, I I I've I haven't thrown any. I wasn't aggressive at all. I knew that if I was going to see this money without having to kind of go through the courts, I'd have to be you know, civil about this. So I've, I've taken, you know, these fucking blows from her. Like, okay, sure. But look, I could see what the money, what you were spending this money on, and it was all frivolous. You know, um, it, they were all taxis, um, quite frankly. Um, I don't spend that money on Uber in like two years. It's, you, there's always public yeah, transport and shit uh, like yeah. that. All you have to do is not get takeout and not get taxis everywhere for one month because that's how long it took you to crew that. So I, in my mind, if you just cut out some very uh, basic luxuries, you can uh, you'll have that money in a month's time. But no, I, you know, not to sound like an old man, but, uh, you know, when I was 20, I wouldn't get takeout. I'd eat horse lasagna, 79p. I knew what was yeah. in it. It was fine. Well, noodle sandwiches, stuff yep, like that. Just Dry toast. Yeah. Or, or the favourite, as we know, as we well know, is Ritz and Salad Cream. That was... A... Yep. Terry's Chocolate Orange. 
but only only when they you know they they shave it down to 15p a pop and that's when you buy t- 10 quid's worth <laughs> it, it it never went down to 15p it never went down to 15p it went it went down to like 20 something i think well still i mean they 15p would have been the gold mine. So it was like down to 10% of what it normally should be. Yeah, of course. Snap that shit right the fuck up. But yeah, there you go. So <sighs> that's been very trying. And well, Damien, I I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I imagine it has. That's, um, that's bizarre, I suppose, and... Did you learn anything, Damien? Like, don't go out with 20 I'd learned that when I broke up with her. That's, <laughs> I knew I wasn't happy, and that's why I ended it. I did it civilly rather than kind of drag it out. I said, look, that's this is it. Bye-bye. Um, I, I never said it to her, but one of the reasons was because I was convinced she was too childish. And she's, ad- she's proved that in spades. Um, yeah. yeah. So at the moment, I've left it. As does you know. Give it a month. Let's see yes. if I'm crying about it next time we do this. I'm sure I will. But you've can't you've cancelled all the cards she has yeah. access. Yeah, yeah, to, she has right? no access to the money anymore. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right, so it's all right, done. Right, right. I mean, well, I, I suppose it was right. all right because first I was panicking when I saw this because when I called the bank, they reminded me that my the card that I cancelled was slated to be. Uh, slated to expire this month um so they said well we sent you a new card and then i and the penny dropped that um i didn't update my address the last time i moved with my bank so they will have sent my card to my old address and i thought forgetting that you obviously need to activate it through several steps with the bank with your details and what have you, you can't just use it straight out of the gate but I'd forgotten that for a second. I, I just assumed that someone had picked that up and just thought, oh, fuck it. Let's see what we can do with this. Um, yeah, because obviously... Yeah, yeah. Because you you, on the debit card, you have everything you need to input into a service like Uber and then just start charging away. You don't, really, you don't need anything, no pens, nothing. So that's what no. initially what I thought. So it was, all, it, was, it was a relief knowing who it was. It's not great having to kind of deal with it, um, but at least it's not an invisible enemy. Invisible enemy. And now that I cancelled it, that's it. It's it, it's over. There's no more that's going to be stolen. So yeah. just timing. Yeah. Timing is just a fucking shit show. And having these fucking dialogues with people. Yeah, and someone stole something from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just um, this time last year I was doing the same thing with my previous landlord when he uh, just decided to spend my deposit um, as I because he couldn't make bills. Uh, what? Sorry. I said, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my... Oh, my God. Uh, I, think, I, I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, but yeah, my ex-landlord, because he was having trouble with uh, all of his bills and COVID, because he doesn't, didn't have a job. He just relied on the hotel his parents left him, you know, and uh, relied on the income from that. So since there was no traffic during the lockdowns, he was suffering. So his solution to that was to suspend everyone's deposit in the house that, you know, he was renting. And when it came time to leave, he said, "Like, well, I'll, I'll get it back to you in a couple of weeks. Then it was, a, it was a month. Then it was a couple of months. And it was like, well, what's I could, might be able to pay in the storm. I said, what's going on? I said, well, I don't have it in the, at the moment. And it's like, well, why not? It's because oh, I've had to use it to pay such and such. Get it. Yeah. It's, I'm sorry. It's not your, it's never well, your money. Well, did you get that? Oh, yeah, I got that back fine. But again, it was one of those things that took like three, three and a half months. Uh, just the. 
Did you did you take him to no, court? No, no, no. I got I got all the money back and a little bit extra. Um, but when I say a little extra, he oh, from him just yeah, directly yeah, from yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say a little extra, it was like twelve pounds that he yeah, right. He just rounded it up. You, you're you're nice, Damien, because if you take took that to um, county court, they used to have a mandate where if they if the person hadn't had the money in a deposit protection scheme, you got an automatic judgment of three times the deposit. Oh, really? Yeah. So anyone listening in England, I don't know if that's still the case, but when I was there, if you found out your landlord hadn't kept the deposit in a deposit protection scheme, you've got them. And I'll tell you something now, none of them do. Hmm. They all fucking, they, they all spend it straight away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, apparently... The- they're, all, they're all scum. And, well, this fucker was. Might I mention. Um, and his, yeah, bum-skimming kimono. But the tenancy agreement was something that he'd written up himself in hindsight. Um, so it, I kind of oh, apparently waived that right to have it in a uh, uh, protection scheme. Um, I was just giving it to him, and that was it for him to hold on at his leisure. Yeah, that, that's not that's not true. I've heard I've heard that before. It's not true. It has to be. Oh, really? Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're if doesn't matter if you own a house and you're renting one room in it. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, so he he yeah. when I was speaking to him about it, uh, he he actually kind of he came back with some spiel about this contract and how um, I was leaving at six months uh, as opposed to the full year. And according to this, that, and the other, he was actually in a position to demand more money from me if I was to keep pressing the issue. So I wasn't I wasn't quite sure of my standing, so I kind of backed down. I was a little bit frightened. Because um, at that point, I needed the money. I only just moved back to London after the lockdowns. It was fucked for cash. All the savings had, had depleted. But yeah, it's just, I just suspect it's another thing. Like, it might just be a thing that I have to spend every summer chasing some fucker up um, about money they've stolen from me. So it looks like it, this year it's my ex. Granted for a lot smaller amount, but still, it's just a bore leg. Fuck this. Yeah, I've only ever had one friend sort of steal from me like that. I mean, that I know of. Uh, you know, our friend Dave. Do you remember he stole sixty pounds from me? How did he do me. this? No, I don't remember this. It must be a long, long fucking time ago. He he said, uh, "I I have a friend who can get you an air rifle." I was like fifteen. Oh, okay. Um, give me sixty pounds. Yeah, do you remember that? I don't remember this happening, but I remember him saying stuff like that. At one point, it was like I could get hold of a real handgun if you wanted. Uh, okay. I remember him saying, after this had happened, like a long time after this had happened, when it was just like, I'm, I just wouldn't, what's the point, I suppose. Um, I remember him saying, I could get you a gold-plated Desert Eagle for £120. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh, dear. But, but... Yeah, I mean, obviously I shouldn't have trusted him, but, you know, not to, like, belabor this point. Belabor. Not just labor. Belabor. Um, his family was so much richer than mine. So much wealthier <laughs> than mine. I, like, I needed that. You know, he, this is the guy who spent, who spent like, £1,100 of his dad's money on calling up those porn lines. Oh, God. He didn't it? need to fucking steal £60 from me. Yes, this was before the internet, yeah. back when it we makes, were It makes sense when you look back, doesn't it? And his dad was a cop. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Doesn't it? Because he certainly raised a pig. 
You had that one in the chamber. Very nice. No, I didn't, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I'm more angry at myself for not like constantly pestering him because I did for a while. Like I'm I was like, well I'm gonna come over to your house. Like, do you have it? Like I'm passing by mm. and just and then school ended and I didn't see him forever. And I don't know why I didn't ask him. I think if I saw him now, I'd be like, do you have that 60 pounds, by the way? <laughs> He'd be like, no. Uh, it's, times are tough. I barely make ends Yeah, I know, he, I know he would. I know he would. But then I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Would he hit me or something? Maybe, but... <laughs> well, if you asked as civil uh, as that, I would, I would hope not, because that's quite an overreaction. But, uh, do you... Yeah, but then, I'd, but then I'd be like, well, can, can you sell something? Can your wife sell something? Because you stole yeah. from me. You, you stole 60 pounds from me, so can I have it back, please? Like, should I should I ask your dad? Should I write it on Facebook? <laughs> oh, I'm getting myself angry now. <laughs> Hang on, where's my gun? <laughs> say, where's the tire iron? But a gun's just as good. Maybe even better. Yeah. Nice and flat. Um, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, I, I guess I would chalk what happened to you to you up with your girlfriend as, you know, this is a kid being a selfish, yeah, shithead. Absolutely, but I just have to let it run its course. Like I say, I gave this person a month, and after that, yeah, small claims. See what she see what she does in that time. It's more than enough fucking time. I think one of the things you claim about as well, small claims. You you're definitely gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I don't... But, but you're not going to take your employer to small claims for 50 hours of lost earnings. Well, once I get practiced with small claims, then yes, I'll take everyone. To, I'll take the fucking landlord as well. I mean, I'll get this shit done. Totally. I mean, it, I, you know, I think we're probably... This is probably about as boring as we can make this podcast, basically talking about, like, minor financial inconveniences <laughs> on the grand scheme of, thi grand scheme of things. But... <coughs> When I moved, bizarrely, uh, I did not realise this because obviously I don't take care of any of that, but AES, the uh, electricity company that has a monopoly in Indiana, they have a deposit. You have, to have, you have to pay a deposit when you move into somewhere. So they had to give me back my deposit and um, they gave me my, back my deposit, which was, I don't know, not a lot. And then they build me um, my the size of the deposit, which is like I don't know. It was like like two hundred and fifty dollars, and then they build me again a slightly smaller figure. And I couldn't get this resolved at all. I had to call them up. Well, I didn't call them up. Christina called them up, and they were like, "Well, it's it's because it's it's because it's on auto pay." And it's like, well, how's it? How's this auto pay thing work? That after I've cancelled my fucking mm -hmm. account because I've moved out of the state, oh, no idea. How's what's this other figure even for? Oh, no idea. Uh, I had to get a, an investigation done through my bank, uh, and they came back after like weeks and said, yeah, no, it's fine. They did nothing wrong. So I had to chase this, and basically. I finally got them to say, oh, okay, yeah, we'll send you, we'll send it you back. It never arrived. 
they, they said something really ambiguous, like, it'll be 10, 10 days mm-hmm. from now. So I'm sort of like, well, is that business days? Well, actually, they only said 10 days to send it, not 10 days to receive it, blah, blah, blah. And anyway, they, even though I've got mail forwarding, they'd sent it to my old address, so I got them to send it again. So now I'm debating. I've got my first one. I've cashed it. It's fine. They've given me my money back, but I'm waiting for a second one. I'm debating whether to put them through that, to cash it in, and then for them to be like, why have you done that? And me to go, oh, sorry, it was a clerical error. <laughs> Hang on, let me put you through to my I don't give a fucking shit department. <laughs> I don't know. It don't, why does it have to be this fucking complicated to pay for electricity? Why do I need a deposit mm. even? Um, but again, I'm, I'm boring myself now. So <laughs> what else has been going on? A lot of stuff. At least, uh, uh, well, I, I don't call it work anymore because it's, uh, uh, it's yeah. I, I am because s- it's not work. You're talking about masturbation. Absolutely, it's it's a joy. <laughs> Filling that guitar is something you chose to do, Damien. <laughs> there is no benefit to it whatsoever, other than your own feeling of pride. Yes. I'm not as young as I used to be, so it seems to dry up before I can replenish it so i'm not making much progress i've got about a quarter of the way through and so i just it's, yeah it's just congealing it's like a curve on a graph <laughs> like it's diminishing returns yeah i should probably let myself replenish a bit more but i god damn it if i don't want to keep those numbers up man like eventually it's going to get to the point where okay well i only have to have two more wanks to fill this thing and then after that it's like two more wanks and then it's still two more wanks <laughs> Just because by the end, it's just like... <laughs> My dick's dropped off. It's just like a mouse sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> I've just shed, like, my cock off. I'm completely round now in the <laughs> groin. Just a, just a ball sack, that's it. Now, you haven't shed it off. You've, you've, like, sort of depreciated the texture of the inside of the urethra. Sort of like what we in the profession call stripping it. <laughs> And just slowly but surely, your cum becomes more and more blood until it's nothing but blood. I might have to write a new clause into this thing where I can use blood as well. Because maybe even piss. <laughs> That's totally cheating. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But I'm just... It's way easier for people to bleed uh, than cum. But it's, it has to be dick blood. It has to be oh. from the bladder. So I've been uh, putting yeah. a lot of iron filings. I want to set up a medical school now. Go. On. Oh yes, it's got the texture texture of iron filings, but also it's sort of like if you were to do a a mold, like a, a clay mold of the inside of your dick, it would come out looking like the trunk of a palm tree, <laughs> like very jagged. So the problem is, it's actually just getting caught on those ridges, all that jizz. <laughs> That's why it's not coming out. <laughs> Soon, if I keep. Oh, so you're saying that you could eventually use the jizz like spacking on a wall <laughs> where you you use it to fill in the cracks. Well, if it keeps rotting like this, you know, I imagine there's going to come a point where I'll ejaculate in like in, out of other various holes that, that I've kind of sheared in my penis. To so, so when it when the when the <laughs> when the money shot comes, it's almost like a frag grenade, all in all directions. Right. <laughs> like straight out of the dick or you mean like your your dick is also eviscerated oh absolutely eviscerated right it's been like that for years now sort of like uh, <laughs> yeah sort of like a large tall flower like falling apart um yeah 
I think that as well as a sort of medical motto being do no harm, a medical motto should also be it's easier to come than bleed. <laughs> no, wrong way around. It's easier to bleed than come. <laughs> it's easier to get people to bleed than It should come. also be like a company mantra as well. So every time you, you're at the clinic, you have to, they give you your paperwork, they hand it over. It's easier to bleed than come. Every time you hand it. Yeah, or... Well, they call you into the office through a tannoy. Which is more menacing as the... Yeah. All right, uh, ticket holder number. Yeah. Two zero. It's easy to believe. It's easy to believe. Dot com. Which is more menacing, do you think, for uh, a hospital's sort of byline? Uh, everyone bleeds, or they all bleed. <laughs> they all bleed. <laughs> they all. Because that way, it sounds like they're <laughs> inflicting it on anyone that walks in there. <laughs> That's the staff talking amongst yeah. themselves. They all bleed. That's the hospital. <laughs> uh, um, yes, we talk about your dick a lot on this show. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. But it's obviously you know, a topic of great intrigue. I apologise. I don't always bring it up, do I? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's now. It just. It's what happens naturally. I mean, it's definitely a place we both Whee! know to go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's okay. We can say that it's Pride Month. Well. <laughs> this will be our rainbow uh, is episode. It? Okay. <laughs> it's in the UK. I don't know if it's uh, in the states. Uh, intolerance month. Hmm. Well, I don't know what that means. Um, a month to be intolerant, or wait, no, it's it's pr Pride Month and Jubilee. So you're saying that more than one queen had a blah 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 blah. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Um, did you do anything for Jubilee, Damien? Because. I think I read about it the other day, like, Jubilee goes off without assassination or ceremonial death. <laughs> um, so, that's all I was sort of interested in. Mm. I did see that someone uh, in a bar had uh, set up some Jubilee de uh, decorations, uh, one of which included some bunting of Prince Andrew's face with the word nonce over it. <laughs> uh, so that made me proud to be British. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have liked to have seen that. There should have been more of that. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it actually did. Uh, like, good. I'm glad that people aren't letting that go. Yeah, I'd, all I would see was, you know, the Nonsense. the uh, obviously reported like the the concerts that they had, um, you know, uh, playing at, uh, outside uh, Buckingham Palace and what have you. But I was now that you say that there should have been like an effigy burning. You know, everyone comes out with their little Prince Andrews. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> uh, I did see something actually thinking about that. Where did uh, didn't he get COVID? I don't so know. He couldn't be part of it. Is that what they were saying? Um, he got. That's what they were saying, and then there was like a Sky News reporter saying, "Of course, if he did get COVID, then technically, uh, if he's been diagnosed, he would have a certificate." 
So will we see that certificate? <laughs> and firstly, I thought, like, that's amazing that if you get COVID, you get a certificate, right? Um, like it's secondly, an achievement. Uh, <laughs> Little God yeah, leaves stamp on like, it. Where's that going to go? <laughs> the logic of that leads to, where's your certificate? Oh, I, 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 don't, I didn't actually didn't actually have one. Well, why did you lie? Because I'm ashamed. I mean... Yeah, what is it? Like? He, whether he lied about having COVID or not is nothing. Yeah, there's obviously a very good reason he was never what I'm going trying to, to say. participate. But any excuse to fucking yeah. jump on his neck, I yeah. suppose. But I would, yeah, no, there's still there's still plenty I of mean, material. You know, I don't think you need to worry about, you know, um, blaming some COVID lie uh, regarding his no-show. Do you, think, do you think this is a... Like a certain level of hell... Is you're just stuck for eternity in a writing room <laughs> with like a demon like showing you bits of the news and going, write a Family Guy episode about that. <laughs> oh, <fuck it> up. <sighs> I see like a certain uh, a certain uh, yeah. ring of hell would just be doing this, but never being able to hit the uh, the lights off button. Is doing this forever and ever <laughs> and ever. But then would it just become like a, a sort of like two-way sort of podcast of Truman Show where you can just like occasionally hear us like uh, sort of simultaneously or not piss like cooking and talking to people and just like we're just we're just carrying on with our lives and yes we can hear each other all the time and that's annoying but well, that'd be fine but no what I'm thinking is it's just like we're driven by some unseen force to always be talking always be sat in these seats and that, yeah uh, yeah. Oh, there's no freedom whatsoever. Just this forever. So you're saying that the rooms that we're occupying right now would slowly fill up with shit and jizz? <laughs> well, it's hell. So I mean, bodily functions. Uh, who's to say if they still exist there? No, it's just an eternity of just talking bullshit. I mean, so far I've had a lifetime of talking bullshit. I don't. I don't see what. The, there isn't really a difference on paper. Hmm. Are you saying that we're in hell? <laughs> For two hours, I definitely am. <laughs> the audience. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, should I should I press? Rec- Did we press record? No, I'm joking. Oh, um, <laughs> oh so the nightmare begins. Should, should we? Should we? Oh God! Should we? Do the actual subject now, which was something, something, Frasier, something. <laughs> okay, we'll uh, we'll give it a bash, and then I'll go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can give it a bash on your own, then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't understand why it's bash the bishop. When it surely, surely, she, when it surely should be crank the cardinal <laughs> or pop, pop the pope. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. It's the sequel everyone's talking about. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is pop the pope. Um, there's a TV show called Frasier. Oh, tell me more. I'm intrigued. <laughs> uh, so in the very first episode of Frasier when Frasier's dad is coming to 
live with Frasier because he is uh, now disabled in the legs. Um, Niles, Frasier's younger, more handsome, and certainly much more ethical and professional psychiatrist brother, Niles, says something about also Eddie's coming too. And Frasier says, oh no, not Eddie! And Frasier's dad's like, yeah, Eddie's coming too. Of course Eddie's coming. What did you think? And Frasier says, Eddie's insane. <laughs> and obviously Eddie turns out to be a little terrier dog. And I have, and like a really well-behaved one as well. I don't know why he would think it's insane. It completely overblows it. But having just started Frasier again, because this is purgatory, <laughs> I um, sort of thought to myself, well, what could Eddie be? If I'd never seen this before, what in my mind would Eddie be? Uh, so, okay. Well, uh, starting off, uh, let's say Brundle Eddie. It's just a Jack Russell, but with Jeff Goldblum's head in place of a dog's head. <laughs> right. Okay. Like in Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, we got another teleportation accident. It's not quite like it's not as yes. subtle as the fly, but it's just really goof. <laughs> it's like the original. <laughs> it's just a head. Yeah, where the heads, just the heads, just the heads. Like, it's not like Jeff Goldblum's like, I'm faster, I can smell better, I love licking my own balls. It's just the heads. Um, right, so is there, a, is there a human with Eddie's head? Well, that's it, it. Let's, we've discussed what is, which one is Eddie? Because it can either be the terrier with Jeff <laughs> right. Goldblum's head, or it's Jeff Goldblum with a Jack Russell's head. Eddie and Frasier's terrified <laughs> because all the uh, the human yeah. Eddie, for lack of a better word, is going to do is kind of lie out Jurassic Park style beefcake shot on the couch, just with letting it all hang out, and he just doesn't need that. It's it's a suede couch. So <coughs> that sweat's going to get into the fibers, well, obviously, man. You know, we need to. We need to make the decision which one is Eddie, and also does the other one play any role, you know, as the anti-Eddie. Um, so, but before we do that, then does the does either of these beings possess the ability to speak or think like a man, or are they both dogs? Or All right. what? Um, I would say the terrier with uh, Jeff Goldblum's head would be the one that can talk. Um, but you could do a twist and the terrier with Jeff Goblin's head can only go bark, bark. And the, <laughs> the man with... In, with Jeff Goblin's head. audible Not chocolate. just the man. The, fu the fucking, like, olive-skinned Adonis. Because <laughs> um, he's always, he's always, like, naked and oiled. Uh, maybe a loincloth. This is a PG show. But he... Yeah, the, the terrier's talking. No, I don't know. Yeah, um, well, if we have the uh, the the alternate Eddie, um, I don't because I think it'd be ridiculous to make that a part of the show because it's, you know it's a dog. It's not going to be able to talk, even though it does have opposable thumbs now. No, I just think um, you know the, the the bathroom they had by the front door. Wait, wait, wait! You're calling that one Eddie? The one, the Eddie? No, the one alternate is Eddie. The, I don't know the body with Goldblum's head. Yeah, that's Eddie, right? Um, I've just called the other one the alternate Eddie. Okay. Um, unless you've got a better... Any ideas? But then again, it... Yeah. Maybe we should just... Eddie body and Eddie head. <laughs> Alright, Eddie head has no place in this show. Because he doesn't talk. 
Even though he has right. thumbs. All right. So the only and, thing that, that and honestly, I I I have a dog, and um, basically all all Eddie would do if he had thumbs would be jack it. <laughs> well, it works in Jeff Goldman's play, but now he can lick his own balls. So he he's obviously had to sacrifice, you know, uh, a great personal freedom there, but it's made up for in other ways. I imagine that he would like to suck his own dick. But when he when so Jeff Goldblum could jump on so Ed so you're having a Eddie hard time Bobby with this. Could jump up onto the lap of Eddie Head. <laughs> and is that what you're saying? Anybody could jump up on Eddie Head and suck. No, I just meant his own like doggy dick actually, but ah! Eddie Head's human dick. Why is that more disgusting in my mind? It shouldn't be. <laughs> It isn't. They're both disgusting. <laughs> Surely sucking a dog stick would be more disgusting. Why did I not think that was more disgusting? Oh, I'll be speaking to the therapist about this one. What would you say? <laughs> I was talking about dog dicks again. <laughs> and I didn't think it was so bad to suck a dog's dick. <laughs> I mean... What... <laughs> well, they have to be fixed, of course. <laughs> that's not what you... <laughs> Are you oh, laughing dear. or is that just the, the limit for you? Are you uh, calling the authorities now? No, this is nowhere near as bad as what you used to be like. You used to be like, every opportunity used to mention Woody's head coming out of a dog's anus. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Sprouting, I believe, was the word. That lost me so much sponsorship, Damien. <laughs> Glad I can have such an impact uh, on your income. This makes me feel powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are we doing with these so, two? With anybody so, in the head? With our lives. Uh, so you well you you said that Eddie Head has no part of, in the show at all, like not even as a guest or anything. Well, uh, maybe what I'm thinking is that he just couldn't he be in the in the cafe in the coffee shop that's obviously not Starbucks, like just just as a background actor sometimes. Um, I think he should be in the background of at least one shot per episode, always staring Fraser down. But while like polishing a knife or something, like rising, but know, like really in the background, his and Frasier never notices. Up. Oh yeah, no, it's like an Easter egg. You have to kind of be, you have to be sharp, you know. Yeah, it's like a South Park alien. Yeah, yeah. Give them, a, give them a reason to rewatch. If uh, Frasier's sex pastry wasn't enough. Yeah, and there's like some that are so well hidden. It's like, oh, we thought that every episode only had one, but years later, fans are discovering that some episodes do have two, you know, incidences of Eddie. It's like G-Man in Half-Life, like, just there watching. <laughs> possibly in a suit, possibly holding a briefcase. Yes, okay. <laughs> so the season finale is, he approaches the script, talks directly into the camera about needing Frozen in alternate universes. His work is not done. He's essentially dead to us now, but soon he will be resuscitated. <laughs> and that's exactly what we're greeted well, with the first, well, scene, first scene of the Fraser reboot that's coming. 
I don't know, like, Frasier is some... Frasier the show is sometimes a little bit confusing in that the writers and... The creators are clearly aware that Frasier is pompous and arrogant and is has these ideas well above his station on how important and helpful he is. But then they also have, like, people sucking his dick all the time. Like, everyone he meets is like, oh, I know you. I love your radio show. Like, he doesn't, you know, everyone. Like, he could meet um, uh, famous current celebrities such as... Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. And Rodney Dangerfield would be like, oh, I know you. I love your show, even though it only fucking plays in Seattle. Yeah. So, I don't know, there's, there's like this confusing bit where it's like everything's so like, oh, God, he's so into himself, but then like this universe is sort of into him. So it should be like Eddie Head approaches him. It's like, we've been observing you for a long time and we are incredibly impressed with you and your amazing intellect <laughs> and all this shit. And like, they're going to install him as, as King. And he says he's not interested, but he's talking about the harem a lot. <laughs> Indeed. They've observed his work and he has a knack for wriggling out of any kind of sexual related trouble. I'm still aghast that, um, he got away with the, having sex uh, on that uh, ch that stage of their children's uh, their children's production and he, they are masked him you know live oh, yeah. dressed as a baby how is i mean that would show, that would destroy someone's career and that's like what season 8 or something <laughs> like that he's still on the radio for like 3 more years <laughs> just you'd never be able to go out in public or... again the time when he had sex live on air <laughs> with his boss in the radio booth. Yes, there's a little too much going on here. Yeah, they 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 have crawled all, entirely up his ass. Um, they seem to just give him a pass for everything. It's no, it, it is no bueno. Perhaps Eddie Head is the one the one man in this universe that won't tolerate it. Just for the the eleven uh, year yeah. run, he's slowly circling Frasier. And so, like season eleven, all all of the appearances in the beginning are like very far away and what have you. But by season eleven, every time they open, there's like a hallway. He's slowly shot. getting closer. Every time they open a door, he's just like miraculously behind it, and they just close it immediately. Nope, <laughs> but he's always there. Not brandishing a weapon, just staring him down. He looks straight into his soul, trying to break his will <laughs> before he eviscerates him. Yeah, okay. So that's what's going on with Eddie Head. Um, Eddie Body, then, <laughs> he speaks English? He can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't often. He's a very quiet sort. He can speak... Uh, yeah, he can speak. Um, he can speak English, but no one recognises it as speech. So he'll just be protesting everything that's going on. He's the voice, the voice of reason. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. Fraser, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Get dressed. Put that away. <laughs> but no one can hear him. To him, to them, it's just bucks. Every now and again, you'll, like, you'll get like a POV shot. And anybody looks the same. It's still Jeff Goblin's head. But all they hear is bark, 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 bark. So he sort of takes the role on of me watching Frasier. <laughs> Could be a drinking game for myself where I'm absentmindedly watching Frasier and, and going, shouting my own catchphrase, What are you doing, Frasier? What are you doing, Frasier? 
Oh my, Frasier, what are you doing? Oh my god, Frasier, take that out of your mouth this instant. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, um... <laughs> Fraser, I so, do they you... perceive him as bark, 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 bark? <laughs> they, they perceive it as bark, 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 and we set that up by having like some POV shots where that's clearly what's coming out of his mouth, but most of the time we can hear what Jeff Goldblum's head, Eddie Body, yeah. is actually saying. Like, he's saying, no, no, you need to see your son more. You're a terrible parent, Fraser. He's saying stuff like that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no, he's... he's... He's not tolerating any of it. And I reckon um, yeah. yeah, there's a potential for a catchphrase here as well. Working at some point in most any, every other episode with some of those like shenanigans. And that catchphrase will be something along the lines of, Frasier, I bet you wish you packed a, packed a spare pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, but I, I sort of think it should be more vicious. Um, <laughs> Where's your underwear now? <laughs> If you, if, you, if, you were say, if you were saying that, like, Jeff Goldblum cannot, like, sees through all of this bullshit and really cannot stand Frozier, which makes a lot of sense if he's Martin's dog, yeah. then surely it should be, like, you should be ashamed of yourself or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Slowly goes up to him, humps his leg a little bit, he gets batted off and he just looks, him up, looks up at him and just says, him. You're shit. <laughs> Looks at the camera, and then we get like a Merry Medley's like caveat. <laughs> no, it's got to be more savage than that, but yeah. what else can we have? <laughs> I have a gun, Frasier. You are the worst human being I've ever met. I know where the bodies are buried. Frasier, kill yourself. <laughs> like anytime there's a scene in Frasier's bedroom Eddie's like on the pillow perched next to him just whispering that into his ear kill yourself no one loves you you have no value they won't notice you're gone it's the best thing yeah you and then we do. get the Frasier P- POV is just <laughs> just Jeff like Goldblum that. licking his face <laughs> equally nightmarish Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that's better than any idea I had. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's insane. (laughs) I was going to say, you could completely redo the dog psychiatrist, dog psychic, or just psychic, no, not dog psychic, just Daphne psychic episodes with Vincent Price. He was definitely alive back then when they were making those. (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah um well there's also the eddie uh, the the episode where eddie uh makes some puppies that's a that's a fresh hell right yeah, there and with a dog with christopher walken's head <laughs> explain your logic i like christopher walken but why why what would the value be to the show I can see Jeff Goldblum, but not Walken, man. He's just, he's just, he's just, he's, you know, he's just a, a famous actor at the time who would be able-bodied enough to do it and <laughs> would do it if you asked him. Well, there was a literal totally puppy, so you could have different heads for each one. 
I think one a hot sub would be a good one as well. I say like one could be Devito, one could be Jeremy Irons, <laughs> stuff like that. It's really creepy guys. All those old favourites. <laughs> They're all just going to stare at Fraser during during his slumber. <laughs> they, all, where, they all where, also hate Fraser. Where they bite, where they unite, and you just uh, um, they combine their strength to drag him out. Uh, to the like the lo- the nearest river and drown him. <laughs> they all conspire against him. Again, no, all the humans can't understand why. They, they, as vocal as they are with their protestations and with their scheming as well, they don't bury the lead. They're quite vocal on, uh, on this idea that they are going to murder Frazier. Yes, they they come to a unanimous decision on that very quickly. <laughs> it's just a look. Everyone just nods. Their tails start wagging. <laughs> yeah, re- really, the the whole, you know, the, the reason the show's called Frasier is he's the antagonist. It's mostly focused on the dogs, to be <laughs> honest. It's mostly told from their perspective, a bit like Watership Down, where, you know, the whole story is them, you know, sort of trying to trying to come to the to an understanding of you know this thing is terrible but we we're just so much smaller than him and he controls us and we just <laughs> cannot do anything and at some point they they become aware of Eddie Head <laughs> and he's there you know he's like their Jesus Christ that they can see sort of slowly emerging <laughs> the leader of their resistance because at first, uh, more than that, though he 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 is, you know, he's he's like a, you know, he's like a god to them. Does he have any superpowers? I mean, he would be. It's, a, <laughs> it's well, he's got a a dog's head on a man's body. I mean, that's a superpower. He can, assumedly he can. He's basically as good as a human being, but he can smell really well and hear really well, okay. and he's got a really long tongue. <laughs> There's no disadvantages. Unless we forget opposable thumbs, which is a really big help for everything yeah. they've got planned. So what, do they fors- forsake anybody then? <laughs> well, they, they're their own separate units. So anybody's um, still, ba- uh, still back at um, whatever, uh, back at Fraser House. Um, we've been following these dogs. Which you, lest we forget, they gave the dogs up. So you have to have like a two-parter where they, you know, they have a jailbreak. Then find their way to Eddie Body. Right, so Eddie Body is obviously their mum. Um, right, or dad, rather. Eddie, no, so let's throw a gender bender in there as well. <laughs> Jeff Golden is a woman. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> a lady dog. <laughs> Christopher Walken is the dad. <laughs> and um, them some weird looking kids. <laughs> You see the value of it now? <laughs> I do. You were like, well, that doesn't belong. <laughs> Especially when All we right, have like... No, no, completely... It... Yeah. Especially when we have the love scene where the babies are made. Oof. <laughs> it's rampant humping. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just Christopher Walker resting his chin on those delightful curls. <laughs> <laughs> It's shot artfully, but they don't do anything other than doggy style, naturally. <laughs> There's only so many ways you can shoot that. Why we need 12 minutes of this footage, I don't know. You would have thought some of it would have been lost in the edit, but 
damn it, if it wasn't too good to give up. It's one of those annoying edit situations where it only works if it's long and unbroken. <laughs> oh, so it's like, now it's like, you know, one continuous shot. <laughs> you're, yes. You're walking around yeah, the room. doing like pans and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the dogs don't move. <laughs> They're down to business. They're getting that shit done and they don't, nothing's going to get in their way. Um, so eventually then the, so is it like Toy Story 2, <laughs> where, that classic where, <laughs> yeah, all right, explain this logic to me. The dogs, the puppies have to, the, pup, the puppies have to find their way home and they also have to do it without humans seeing them. <laughs> well, uh, is this, um, in this universe, do, do these, uh, dogs with these human heads, are they considered abominations or are they just commonplace i mean i guess if they have to, yes. if they have to be no. unseen then <laughs> i guess they are freaks of nature well no but... <laughs> no because if they were normal looking puppies then people would be like oh my god there's just some puppies walking around i better snap call someone up. or pick yeah. them up or something <laughs> so i better snap those up mm. So we get a montage of people looking at this pack um, of human-headed dogs just going, ugh. <laughs> Everyone just leaves them be because they're so fucking disgusting. <laughs> they, all, they all stand on each other's shoulders and wear a big coat. <laughs> you just got like one tiny Jeremy Irons head on top. And weirdly enough, it's there like, are these tiny like, paws coming out of the sleeves. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, no, what it is is it's like it's like a six foot pencil man, and coming out of the sleeves are just heads, other head, other dog heads. You know, How but they're not dog heads. How many puppies it's... did anybody have? Is it like forty now? So you just got this trench coat just sprouting with all these freak be. dogs. <laughs> I mean, you. You, if there were that many dogs, you'd think that they could, you know, or puppies, you'd think they could form a sort of puppy king and, like, join their tails and become like a Katamari ball. <laughs> where they just sort of roll through town, getting bigger and bigger. I better say, do they, like, reproduce through, like, mitosis or something? So every other episode, you just have this, this like, two-minute segment where one of the puppies agonizingly just splits into two. <laughs> And then by the end of the season, like Seattle is overshadowed <laughs> by this giant ball of puppies <laughs> with human heads. Every time it cuts to the apartment in Fraser, you can see like you can see it on the horizon. <laughs> Depending on what neighborhood you can hear it yapping. <laughs> Like really, really cinematic shots of Martin still on the balcony and looking at it like, mm, soon, like sipping on a Valentine, like, mm -hmm. counting down the days. Oh, I knew it would end like this. Yeah. Ah, oh, nice. I like this. <laughs> this yeah. is the reboot that mm -hmm. I want. Many years have passed, so that fucking dog ball uh, yeah. should be massive by now. It should be visible from space. <laughs> yeah. It's the greatest threat to humanity in all of history. 
Again, we've got, you know, and, and then we could have the twist where it's actually Tim Allen who saves the day. Yeah, I was about to say, that the greatest threat since an ever-expanding Tim Allen. <laughs> they have to launch the puppy ball into space as well. <laughs> it, will once, it will come back to plague mankind once again even stronger, but that will be in a thousand years' time. It's someone else's problem. Yeah. Yeah, we'll all be dead. It's fine. Um, but because Seattle loves Frazier so much, you know, they've endeavoured to keep him as alive as long as possible. So they will have like cybernetically augmented him. So come a thousand years' time, when you know the uh, Eddie Ball returns, um, he gets it's it's up to him to take it upon himself to um, to defend the Earth. So now we've got um, what was it now? You've got Frasier as a robot in the place of Bruce Willis and Armageddon. And they have to blow up the puppy ball. So we've got avenues for so, movies so like now. So lands on <laughs> Frasier lands on the puppy ball and starts to like drill into it. And there's just like all this puppy flesh flying everywhere. <laughs> and everywhere you go, you hear Jeremy Ch Irons chiding him. <laughs> I still know where Brush the bar... Brush your teeth. <laughs> Brush your teeth. But his teeth are metal now. Stainless steel. They don't rust. Dental hygiene is no longer an issue. Well, you could still get, like, seaweed in them and such. <laughs> Why is he... <laughs> Why seaweed? <laughs> so, right, okay. Um, he doesn't eat that... traditional food. I get stuck in your teeth, that's why. <laughs> it's a thousand years in the future, Damien. Of course he's eating seaweed. Yeah, but... So he's not eating traditional, like, biological... Food for biological beings now, so he has to. So when he's not defending the Earth from these alien dogs, seaweed is a food for biological beings. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? He's on the bottom of the ocean trawling it. <laughs> <coughs> he dislocates his bottom jaw and it expands through like a fish, uh, a big kind of fishing net. And he just sifts through the ocean. <laughs> Mostly plankton is what Fraser feeds off now. Hi, <laughs> I'm Fraser, and I'm interested in precious metals. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so then, so Frasier digs into Puppy Ball and what, he saves the day? <laughs> what, well, just digs into it? No explosives, he just digs into it and makes a nest. <laughs> <laughs> and then the film ends there. Well, he's tired of his life uh, on Earth. He's become an ocean trawler, hasn't he? You know, he's there. They've used, they're using him as a fishing barge now. Hey. <laughs> He's trying to throw off the chains of humanity's oppression as well. So he adopts his role. He, he says that he's going to kind of uh, save humanity, launch him into space and what have you, but he uses the Eddie Ball um, uh, as, as a nesting ground. Potentially a death nest. I don't know. I don't know if he has the capacity for oh, solar but You power. don't mean a nest to like... Yeah, so he doesn't like, you know, lay eggs or anything in the puppy ball. He's a robot. That's ridiculous, man. Perhaps <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> good. Just checking. Perhaps he's you know taking some genetic samples of the rest of the Crane family. He wants to begin his experiments reanimating them. But all he's got to work with now, as sort of a surrogates for this genetic material, are the the puppy dogs that he can he can carve off the walls. Because he's you know he's done some quality puppy digging dogs with celebrities' heads. <laughs> 
to what we <laughs> to the result of his experiments are one of these puppy dogs admittedly looking the same so it's like Christopher Walken but when Christopher Walken opens his mouth Niles's face sprouts out like you know like alien they have the additional teeth on the tongue it's like that Niles just pops out on a stalk and does the eating does the eating so, he, so Niles doesn't get his own body then he's just essentially like a boil on the end of a tongue yeah, exactly he exists in Christopher Walken's mouth who exists on a dog <laughs> right. Who exists but if in there space. are millions and millions of these eddies, of these eddy puppies, are there not millions and millions of Christopher Walken's heads on these puppies? Of course, yeah. But obviously he has to cherry... Or are they all different? No, no I would say that they, they're uniform. But with um, uh, Fraser's introduction into the body of this space catamari puppy ball, he's begun um, offering some genetic diversity. So then this is when we start seeing, um, start, yeah, we'll start, we'll start seeing a little bit more diversity, uh, strange and new things. If it wasn't strange enough with Niles' head, I don't know what else would be. Oh, I see. Huh? I see. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could get like a twin variant where um, Christopher Walken opens his head and out comes two Niles' heads. <laughs> or it's Island Niles, you know. <laughs> it's just... Because <laughs> he's wearing a hat, yeah. <laughs> no, he's just talking with a Rastafarian accent. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always like a Niles from a different episode. So then the Christopher Walkins would be like you'd have like like Fat Boy Slim music video Christopher Walkins and Deer Hunter Christopher Walkins. <laughs> Walkiners. Who else would we have? Well, uh, we'd have uh, Sylvester Stallone. Uh, we'd have Arnold. Uh, we'd have, um, I guess we can't have Tim Allen because he's going to, he's going to play a part in this, I guess, as the great attractor. Because <laughs> at this uh, point, when we left Tim Allen, he was the size of a moon. But by this point now, he's the, he, he, the size, of, you know, we're, we're, we're approaching like Jupiter sizes. So, um, yeah, a lot of gravitational yeah. pull. He's, a, so he's attracting people a lot have to of understand that we're, we're talking consecutive. We're talking simultaneous timelines, not consecutive, simultaneous. We don't spell it out for you, but hopefully to the audience it becomes clear as time goes on. We just leave a few hints Sorry, here and there. Right. One thing I wanted to ask, uh, with the Tim Allen constantly expanding, did Tim Allen's face constantly expand mm -hmm. as well? Otherwise, in my head, obviously he was a Santa Claus, I, so it's just either yeah. a big red ball, but did his face expand with it? Or is if you, if you know the right landing site, you can actually find him? And talk to him, or has he, is his head fucking face fucking massive as well? <laughs> well, I think this is our opportunity to wreck on that because I remember, I remember pretty vividly actually that um, you were all about like no, his whole like everything expands over his face, so essentially he can't breathe, but he can't die. So essentially, he's just like permanently suffocating to death. Oh, so from a distance, it looks uh, under like a his butthole. own blubber, like being trapped in an avalanche. Right. Okay. <laughs> I think from a distance, it's all all his all he is is just like a amorphous flesh. Right. Okay. Well, perhaps you know this takes on a different um, uh, takes on different behaviors as it as it progresses. I mean, like I'm, he's still got. By the way, he's still got like his normal skeleton in there. 
<laughs> but you just have to really dig deep to the core. To it's not like it. you can. Well, you're never you're never going to find it. Um, I mean, you can't dig fast enough. He's growing faster than you can dig. Um, if yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't be able to land on any part of him and be like, "This is his finger." Or anything. It's just one huge <laughs> fingernail. <you know. laughs> the one part that did proportionally <laughs> expand, along with the dirt underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and that's, that's humanity's only option for a, for a survival is to live in this enormous, ever-expanding fingernail dirt. Well, it's the only solid land, yeah. I suppose the fat would just ripple. It would take on a sort of water-like viscosity. And well, a bit... I mean, I suppose if you think about it, we wouldn't have... You know, dirt is just dead things, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm not... Yeah, I... Just a whole lot of yeah, yeah. detritus, I suppose. Dear comment section, can you answer this question? What, what is, is dirt? dirt? <laughs> I should go to a Senate hearing and ask that. Oi, what is dirt? We'll take a, a, a link to Wikipedia if if you can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God, someone finally typed dirt into Google for me. <laughs> It's a lot of letters. No, it's not. But my keyboard's very sticky. <laughs> if I Good. type in D, it'll type in D D D D D D D D D. So it's unusable. <laughs> very much so. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Same with the space bar, but on Max, it just makes that horrible chiming noise every time. It just repeats ad nauseum. Can't use it anymore. So I put the computer in the bin, but not the keyboard. Wow, it's been a long time since I used a computer. A long time since I used a Mac or a computer with the sound on to know these things. There you go. I'm glad I could educate you. Yeah. Today's not a waste. You've learned something. Like, uh, you know, when you occasionally hear, um, it's always like a, a, a praiseful thing where it's like, and in our class today, or, you know, our university has you know, students aged 18 to, there's one person here who is 82 years old and they've decided to get a degree in psychology or whatever. And it's always like, oh, that's great. This old person, you know, who doesn't need to get this degree or study at university has decided to go and do it. Isn't that great? Like, no, that's a waste of fucking time. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. They should have given up. Just, yeah. You, you Dug their own grave. You know, Fine, lie you down. You can be interested in these things and you can be interested in these things and read about them and... You know, all that. You're never going to be able to to put them into practice when you're like 80-something. And frankly, you know, it's the, it's a great time to start smoking. It's a great time to start doing drugs and drinking hard and eating pizzas all the time. Is this your... Ad shit like that. Is this your advert for people to not look up dirt on Wikipedia? Do drugs instead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying no, Damien. <laughs> it's my advert. 
it's my advert for not not being like an eighty year old and being like, I'm going to spend the next three years of my life um, studying, and well, anything in a formal environment. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying, like, don't study things you're interested in. Just why bother going to a university and getting a degree? I've never understood that. I'm a if professor you, you, of dirtology. Just for fun. Like, <laughs> it's nothing to do with dirt. I'm just <laughs> mentioning this. I understand. I apologize. Well, in, in I, I did a a film degree that was... Practical and theory, sort of 50-50. And the only stuff I learned that was properly taught by people who knew what they were talking about uh, was the theory stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was really interesting. And it was taught by uh, a doctor of film and someone who was getting their PhD in film. The actual, like, this is how to use a camera, this is how to set up a shot, were set up... uh, were taught by people who had failed in that industry mm-hmm. and that's why they were doing it yeah well at least if they get the fundamentals you know, and right it was so ways. basic like that yeah I, I mean but the, the stuff that was taught you you could have you could have learned and again it, it, you know i wouldn't have even known to do this especially not at 18 but you could have you could have gone down to london and stayed in a place for a hundred quid a week back then, you know, shitty little place, and worked on sets for like free. And you could have learned everything they taught me in three years. You could have learned that in like probably about a month on mm. sets, working on sets for free and stuff like that. They taught us nothing about lenses, they taught us zero about um, audio. We were recording audio into cameras, Ooh. straight into cameras. Nasty. And, and yeah, just, I don't know. I definitely, I feel, yeah, I definitely feel kind of shortchanged, but. Well, yeah, I would say so. If you were I, capturing audio directly into camera, I think that's, uh, you'd be, that's, you'd be righteously <laughs> shafted there because, you know, audio capture is a huge part of it. Really learning how to mic things and what have you. Yeah. And the thing was as well was um, a big part of that university was their audio department. So they had all the equipment. They had boom mics and everything. Because I remember renting them out and doing it independently. Just where I'd, you know, I'd, you just couldn't get, you couldn't get them out at the same time. You couldn't get a camera out at the same time. And the audio equipment at the same time. Because the audio equipment was just for audio students. Even though it was, well not even though, but it was like booms and stuff. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I remember even asking someone, why can't we do that? And they said, oh, we just don't have the equipment. But if I just do it independently where I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I want to get a camera and then come back an hour later and say, I want to get some audio equipment. The fucking dozy cow behind the counter can't remember me. So she just assumes I'm an audio student, gives it to me so I can still use it as you're meant to. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm ranting and it's <laughs> boring now. Oh, you just but, getting some momentum. I was getting just, excited. Just. Who ate all the babies? <laughs> Who ate all the babies? I did. <laughs> oh dear, madam, I'm terribly sorry. I ate your baby! <laughs> I ate it up! 
<laughs> I went, Argh! Very distraught mother. <coughs> Why are you trying to remove me from the hospital? Yeah. I haven't I, done nothing. I was going to... Other than replenish myself. I was going to say that um, it... It occurs to me that most people listening to this probably have never seen Frasier. Okay. So, what, we paint them a picture? I think we already have. He's a sex pest. He should be behind bars. A wealthy sex pest. That's why he gets away with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it occurs to me that people might not have seen Frasier... And yeah, I was wondering if you could just sum it up very quickly for people who haven't. Like, not just what it's about. Like, people know he's a radio psychiatrist. It's not really about anything. It's a sitcom. He lives with his dad. That's it. Yeah. A wealth. Right? Uh, you know, uh, there's not. Yeah. A wealthy pond strikes the. What's the vibe? Vibe? Um... A wealthy pond swipe. <laughs> a wealthy pond shilling out. There you go. Who can't get laid except for when he can get laid at very extreme costs. To both himself, <laughs> his family, and definitely his victims. And there's a very charming dog in there. If you get bored. <laughs> yeah. And um, as much as we dislike Frasier, Kelsey Grammer's performance as him is uh, really sublime. I think he's a really... Impressive actor, because uh, he's nothing like Frasier, I don't think. I mean, mm. who could be? But I, if I met Kelsey Grammer and he wasn't like Frasier, I would be disappointed. I don't know. It's, yeah. yeah. I'd... Well, yeah, <laughs> I understand. He would have to be Frasier. Sorry, can you dress up for me, please? Say it, say it. Say my, I'm listening. Fuck sake. Oi. All right, yeah. So what's the, what's the vibe of it? Is it, is it creepy? Like looking back at it? No, I, I, it's creepy that when we talk about it and we decide to like focus on a couple of the really like, offhand comments or you know, the certain circumstances. But it is played for yucks. You know, the canned laughter will you know remind you that it's supposed to be funny, although the circumstances can be harrowing sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think so. I mean, I took it for granted as a kid. I used to obviously watch it loads, and oh, it's very funny. But I, when I started watching it with you, and we discussed, used to like pause it halfway through and start discussing what was happening. It's like, why would a man do this unless he's a sociopath? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, seriously. When you think about it, that that's where the the value is in it is is analyzing <laughs> Frasier because how ironic. <laughs> it's it's not just uh, incidental like it's not you know i don't think it's like the best written thing or anything but it's not accidental that his behavior is so suspect it's not accidental that his brother is a much better psychiatrist than he is even mm. though we never are told these things explicitly yeah yeah i don't know fraser studies <laughs> my new show it's just the same as before. Frasier did poopy. Martin so we was sad. We it halfway through. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> we, would, we would pause it halfway through and have discussions like, what is this man doing and why? I think, <coughs> I, think I need some fresh air. 
no human being would do this. There would be severe repercussions within the confines of the law. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah, Frazier's unemployable children within 50 yards? <laughs> These were the questions we would ask. Yeah. As well as, like, who would listen to this shit? <laughs> and that's definitely, like, part of the show. Like, the show sort of is sort of hinting that his show... Is really successful, yeah. His radio show is, is really su- successful, but it's terrible, right? Yeah, I imagine so. I've never really heard of anything quite like that. I mean, the, sh- the... Definitely not in the UK. I'm not sure about the US. But, the, but I mean, the, sh- the show Frasier knows that Frasier's radio show is shit. Mm. Like, it looks down upon it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. Well, he's frequently he's frequently regarded as Ill, kind of illegitimate as a psychiatrist. But at least for the first few seasons, they started doing some yeah. stupid. They they tried to bring him back to practice or stuff like that, and it's some weird. They had some really bad episodes with that one, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, uh, they they, they uh, some of the they regard it as like fast food. Right, uh, I think they, they call it that in the show, and that's why everyone seems to kind of keep lapping it up. But it's otherwise a joke. I've never, never heard anything quite like that on a radio before. Like three hours. I did. They never really mention it, but I assume it's supposed to be like drive time. If he's you know as popular as everyone in Seattle seems to love him, so I presume it's drive time. He's very popular. So yeah, what's drive time? Oh, uh, just uh, peak hours for the radio. So it'd be like kind of rush hour um every, when people be essentially like listen to radios in their cars as they travel and stuff like that this if um as i understand it you've got so it's like between like three to six or something and then you have like the morning morning hours as well as people are going to work those are like the coveted slots i think but yeah i assume he's right yeah he he's not it's not treated like he's kind of like a midday slot where he's kind of throwaway or anything like that I mean, they had that fucking Fraser Crane day. No, he's on two to five. Two to five. If you just looked it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I I know my Fraser. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I I am one with my shame and humiliation. It's supposed to be my thing. Yeah. Well, my credentials yeah, have slipped. Laughs. Could I recommend it? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes, if you have the experience that we've had <laughs> watching Frasier, yes. Um, I get... Uh, yeah, I just watch it with a very critical eye. Not of the show, but of that man's behaviour, and you'll have a wild time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes confusing, That's definitely sometimes a little upsetting. Yeah, and the, obviously, you know, it's a sitcom. It's not all, um, you know, it's not all canon or anything. It's it's not like it's written with, like, the law in mind or anything. But the few times that Niles acts inappropriately, and there are quite a few times, I always sort of think, you're better than this, Niles. <laughs> I never think that when Frasier acts inappropriately. <laughs> <laughs> I just take another sip of my drink. But Niles, fuck's sake, man. Stop sniffing her hair. So he's literally right there. That's the whole point. Leave her yeah, alone. and I think as well... <laughs> I think as well... Um, again, I read it as implied by the show that 
um, Niles was both his mother and father's favourite, and also that his mother and father probably blame Frasier for a lot of Niles's undesirable behaviours and traits. <laughs> like... Like, you know, Frasier's the bigger girl. Right. You know... So if Niles was a bit more, you know, Niles is, go- is going to be influenced by yeah. his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think basically, I think Niles is more well adjusted than Frasier anyway. But I think if Frasier had not existed, I think Niles would be pretty normal. <laughs> yeah, I guess I should say at this point, like, I mean, this all as a joke, by the way. I'm not actually analysing Frasier. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. On. I'm taking notes. Yeah, well, potentially, you know, if it weren't for Frasier, Niles and Martin would be like drinking buddies. Very close, close knit relationship. But because of Frasier, he's a he's a weenie. Yeah, I think. Yeah, basically, I think that Niles would be way less of a weenie. (laughs) Um, He might still be a bit of a weenie, but I think he'd be way less of one. (laughs) And still be, you know, his his, you know charming uh sensitive self hmm. just another thing we can blame for and also hair sniffy self yeah we'll add it to the list of yes. charges yeah we really don't like Frasier. Huh? <laughs> that being said it's worth a rewatch now they don't yeah. have it on netflix uh well not here. My, no, they don't. Um, my idea, my idea for what's Eddie, which is nowhere near as good as yours, so I'll just mention it very quickly. Uh, it was um, Eddie is a stuffed polar bear that um, can psychically communicate to Niles, uh, Martin, and Frasier, and they all know this. They all talk about it. But it, it speaks in like really cryptic ways and rarely, and they just cannot work out exactly what it means all the time. <laughs> and then Daphne, Daphne is the first person who's not a crane who uh, can pick up on this. And as the seasons go on, uh, she can speak to it, and she's the only one who can speak to it. Right. That's it. That's that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, not as good as. Eddie body, Eddie head. <laughs> well, uh, it had more legs than I I, I, I thought it would. Um, but yeah, it was the 10 seconds yeah. of work I was prepared to put in. Wait, what show. did you think I was going to say? <laughs> oh, there's Eddie. <laughs> oh. I thought Eddie was going to be Derek Jacobin. Uh, well, should we call it a... Go Oh, that's kind of unsettling. Yeah, I guess he does sort of... He would fit. Um, no, I thought Eddie would be like uh, Martin's boyfriend. And it'd be played by Derek Jacobin. But Ella, his role in Frasier much later on. So every time, you know, he Frasier would be sleeping, uh, sleeping in bed at night. And every now and again, he'd just say... <laughs> And you know that Derek Jacob is really eating his arsehole, you know, he's just got coming up for air. <laughs> and that's the life that Frasier didn't want. It's only his sex pestering that's going to be allowed in this house, not Martin's. 
<laughs> so he he makes that noise, especially during sex, but also occasionally just like out and about. So Frasier's like constantly reminded. <laughs> like, Morning, Frasier. Oh, my allergy is today. <gasps> but always, like well, he gets up close, like pretty close to his ear. You know, sometimes he'll do it softer as well. <gasps> just to just give him a little taste. And, because Eddie knows. Eddie knows that this fucks that? off Frasier. So he what's, likes... his... what's his character's name? I can't Eddie. remember. So oh. Frasier has to go up. Go... No, his, 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 his Derek Jack will be playing Eddie as a like 70-year-old gay man. Yeah. <laughs> so Frasier goes up to Eddie occasionally and says, uh, Eddie, you've got some... You've got some of my dad's shit on your face. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> Just sucks it in. Because <laughs> he's like a vacuum, you know? <laughs> he's always wearing a gimp suit. <laughs> he can, like, unhinge his That's jaw his and it flaps like a pelican. It becomes his human vacuum. Well, that's not a vacuum though, just being able to do that. Like, where's the suction coming from? <laughs> He's an amateur body modder. It really, really works on his diaphragm. You can only, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's either five seconds of really intense suction or up to, or you can kind of pace it up to like 20 seconds for kind of milder suction, depending on the need, Martin's needs. In the moment. Can he do stairs? <laughs> can he do... Can he do what, sorry? Can he do stairs? Like, can he get into all the nooks and crannies on stairs? <laughs> well, I imagine so. The suction's all very well, but, like, if you can't get there... <laughs> <laughs> oh, so me... <laughs> so Fraser has a workaround, right? So he hates it at first, but he learns to kind of tolerate it if he's implemented as a household appliance. <laughs> right so we've got we've got we've got Jeff Goldblum's head on Eddie's body and Eddie's head on Jeff Goldblum's body and also Eddie is also a separate person just a guy who happens to be called Eddie who is Martin's living lover who dresses in like PVC all the time and also just crawls along the like floor a human vacuum cleaner literally <laughs> Yep, and that's is he exactly doing it like is he like going through <laughs> is he going through is he going through the carpet and like picking up crumbs like a chimp, like picking them up really quickly close to his Oh no no no, like no 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 he's, he's, all... he's crawling on his hands and knees. It's all it's it's all suction. Um he's absolutely useless. <laughs> it's all suction. Um but uh, Frasier kind of <laughs> just let him feel useful. That way he does he's off Martin's case just for like twenty minutes a day. Otherwise, he's like super horny. Like he's in, he's in, he's he's in the Guinness World Record book for having the like largest, most developed diaphragm ever. That's why he has such a distended belly. Right. He's not just crawling across the floor because yeah, he's trying to be a mover. Most... He just he can't manage it. <laughs> it's the only way. His you know. And that's even how they sell this year's edition. 
they've got like a silver star on the front cover and it says include this year's records including and then it's like new records like world's most obese snake uh, world's <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Muscles. One <laughs> <laughs> world's most racist piece of corn. <laughs> After a Ugh. while, he gives up on the hands and legs and just starts yeah. undulating like a caterpillar. This is what Frasier could see all this coming a mile away. That's why he was so frightened for him to come live with him. <laughs> Not the Eddies. <laughs> They're insane. All three of them. <laughs> Legion. <laughs> Ghost to the puppy ball. So it's all coming together now. The the Fraser quasi religious law. Oh, when we when we write this Bible, we know where to start now. In the beginning, there was Eddie, <laughs> and then Eddie created dog. Eddie. He separated himself, <laughs> of which we know nothing. <laughs> Uh, you can hear my dog now. I trust it has a dog-like face. If I hear Jeff Goldblum now, I'm hanging up. <laughs> face uh, finds a way. <laughs> oh, well, I think, uh, yeah, I think we've cracked it. That's what yeah. Eddie is. It's those three things. And a puppy ball. That was a show good. And George. it fits into our ever-increasing dramatic universe. Yes. Our cinematic podcast universe. Yeah. And if With uh, Tim Allen and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg with midgets for legs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Down midgets. <laughs> that's that, that's what stops him being dumb. <laughs> so he's basically Although two I guess, I guess they could actually. <laughs> I guess actually it would make more sense if their knees were also his Mark Wahlberg's knees were also the midgets' heads. I was about to so say then, maybe like, if, uh, he actually has four legs. Four legs, but he just has these heads fused into his knees, <laughs> like they were melted in. So, so then he's got like, he's got like so much movement there because they, he can move on their necks. Oh yeah, he he's as sure, you know, on their backs. Like one could kneel and yeah, he's as sure-footed as, as a mountain goat. He can scale <laughs> yeah. Everest just by himself. He has his own little sherpas already. Yeah, and if you think about it as well, this would make him like eight and a half feet tall. <laughs> so one of those tall midgets you've heard about. The world is his oyster, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tom Midgets that has three social security numbers. <laughs> it's just toddlers now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're growing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, or, or or he could like his knees could end like on their like the back of their pelvises, and then they could be like running on all fours, and then they could like climb cliffs <laughs> and stuff, and he could like lean back and like <laughs> just dangle. Yeah, <laughs> such. <laughs> because they have like razor clothes, they can bury into sleep. rock. <laughs> <laughs> He goes limp because he lets all the liquid yeah. out of his body, <laughs> so they don't have too much of a weight encumbrance as they fucking scale these cliffs. <laughs> Reinflates yeah. Yeah. like a balloon and, uh, when they're at the plateau. He takes the opportunity to do some crunches, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> Tan his neck. <laughs> well, all players in one hell of a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I think we're done then. So uh, yeah. thanks for listening. Bye. Goodbye.